Hey, Marie, how's it going? It's going okay, but I am recovering right now from COVID. So I probably sound a little scratchy and you also sound a little scratchy. I was out on a trip like last week and then I think like right at the beginning of my trip, you had sent me a message and like told me that you tested positive for COVID and we're just sort of like just starting to go through it. And then me, right when I got home from my trip, I got sick like right away. And then the next day, I also <laughs> tested positive for COVID. So it hit, even though we're on the opposite sides of the world, the US and Australia, it hit us both. But I think we're both doing much better now. Mm-hmm. Our voices are a little iffy, and our editor might have to edit out a few random coughs and sneezes here and there <laughs> that hopefully don't make it on the final uh, episode. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, I think like I think we're doing good despite how our voices uh, might be sounding. Yeah, yeah, I got we got we got the the croaky voice, but. Yeah, my head's a lot better. The first few days, oh my gosh, I was so fuzzy. You know, just that brain fog was crazy. But yeah, oh, much. yeah, the brain, the brain fog brain is fog. wild. I just, because I, I still have that lingering. We were talking before we hit mm. record, and I was talking a little bit, and I was like, I can't talk about this topic anymore. My brain is just like, it's just fried. Because I, when I, this is the second time I've had, co- was this the first time you've had This is my first time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, first time. Yeah, my, my friends and family were joking, like, I'm a Novid. Is that a thing in the States? Like, a Novid, someone who's never got COVID is called a Novid? Like, N-O. <laughs> I have not heard that. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought so too. But, yeah, I am no longer a Novid. And I got it pretty bad. I was, like, pretty incapacitated for, like, several days. So this is my second time having mm-hmm. it. The first time I got it was, like, oh, was that this year? Was that the beginning of this year or last year? I can't remember now. Uh, maybe that's the brain fog. But I got it like right at the beginning of the year, either this year or the year before. And it hit me really hard. I think it was two years ago. So like last, yeah, early 2022, I believe was when I got it. And I basically was like bedridden for like three weeks. I just couldn't do anything. I had no energy. I felt complete. I just felt like I'd been hit by a truck and yeah. couldn't do anything at all for three weeks. And then once I finally came out of that, I still, it was like, I felt mostly normal again. Like I didn't, like I could work and stuff, but I still had that lingering brain fog and I was just exhausted. So mm-hmm. like after, so I had the three weeks where I was just like basically in my bed. And then after that, there was probably another four to six weeks where it just like, just like walking across the room, like I'd get up from like the living room and walk into the kitchen to grab like a glass of water. And then I was like, Oof, I can't do anything for a few more hours because that yeah. was all the energy I had built up uh, for the day. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This time around, it hasn't been nearly that bad. I did, when it really hit me was this past Saturday, so like seven days ago as we were recording, and it felt the same again. I like, couldn't do anything that day. But the recovery kind of was every day got a little better, a little better. And today I'm feeling like mm, 80 80% normal, oh, that's um, other than kind of that lingering brain fog like yeah. we talked about. So I don't know how this episode is going to turn out, but that's sort of the baseline I, I'm coming from anyway. Yeah, I'm about 95%, I would say. Anyway, what did we do this week? <laughs> I actually did quite a bit, actually. I think I had all this stuff built up because of COVID. I was so restless and like I wanted to do things, but I couldn't. So I did take a couple of days off work because I probably should have taken a bit longer, but... I just needed to get back into it. I was just like itching to do stuff. 
And I know I should take it easy a little bit too, but what did we do? We launched this mobile marketing website, which is kind of this very simple sign-up page for anybody who's interested in our upcoming mobile app launch. Llama Life's a desktop product right now or browser-based desktop product. And we don't have an app, but it's like the number one request that we get from customers. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty close to launching it. We're going to launch in December. That's the goal. So we're only a couple of months away. We're coming up on the end of October too. So that's coming up real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> it's really like a month and a bit away actually. A month yeah. and a half. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of got this idea from you, which is like when you launched your book, you said I had a launch team, which is a group of people that you know fairly well and you could send them an early copy and kind of get them to mm-hmm. read and maybe do a review and basically just get the thing going, right? Because yeah. you don't want to launch and then have no reviews or even worse, some random person puts like a one or two star review and that can really taint the whole thing. So we're like, okay, we're going to do a launch team similar to what you did with your book and just get, you know, some people in our community who are big fans of the desktop product and have asked for a mobile app to kind of try it out and give us a review, hopefully. Like, we can't force that, but it's more like, if you want to, you leave us a review, it'll really help us. Mm-hmm. So we created this, it's a really simple one-page, like, sign-up page. Hey, sign up here if you want to get updates on the mobile app, and we're going to give, like, special giveaways and goodies, like, leading up to it and also a few email updates to say hey this is where we're at like give us some feedback if you want and just get people excited about it so we launched that this week that was a super fun one to make like I just went all crazy on it like I just put in everything that I wanted to put in there like it's kind of a fun little website and it was fun to make just those sorts of things are super like contained Like there's a start and an end to that project, right? You go and you go, this is what I want to do. I'm going to make it. And now it's finished. And I love having that little, that sort of size project. Whereas other things we do are just kind of ongoing. But this one's like, Mm -hmm. there's a beginning and there's an end. Like you make this, you launch this little site. And obviously we've got to promote it. But from a dev point of view, it's like, that's done. And we'll probably reuse some of it too in the product. Some of the cool little animations and stuff that we did for it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I love the little uh, site you put together for it because it's it's more, I mean, it would be really easy just to like throw up a page that had, you know, just said like, join the waiting list for our app with like an email sign up, which is like essentially what it is. But then you've added so much more to it and making it interactive and making fun. What was that process like when you started because the starting is like, what do we want? We want a page that has an email sign up. Yeah. And then how did you get from there to what you, uh, you know, ultimately ended up with? So the cool thing is, I guess, like I can do design and dev. And I think that makes the process like so much easier and so much faster because you kind of just do it on the fly and you see something and you go, oh, that works or that doesn't. But it started off just being like, let's just get the thing working. So I just had some very basic, like, here's a sign up like an input box and a button, that's it. And hook that up to make sure that when you put your email in, it goes into our email marketing like provider. That was like super quick, just set up that functionality. And then I started off going, oh, let's just put like a background on the page. And it was super boring. It was like a yellow background. Basically we wanted the page to be fun. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yellow background. That's our kind of color for the brand. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a mid journey llama that had a party hat, sunglasses, and it was blowing like a little popper thing. 
that doesn't mean it's fun, right? Just because it's <laughs> some weird llama with a party hat and a and sunglasses doesn't mean it's fun. And I was like, oh, this is still yeah, you, so even boring. if you tell Mid Journey, if you tell Mid Journey, make it fun. That doesn't yeah. mean the doesn't mean result it's is fun. actually going to be fun. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's super boring. And then I was like, no, scrap that. And then I started to try and reuse some other stuff that I did for our pricing page a while back, which had this little llama kind of pop up out of nowhere. And I thought it was kind of cute, but then I've done that before. And it kind of just, it went through maybe like four iterations. It was mostly just done in one evening. Like then there was a bit of like fixing bugs and finessing it and stuff. But the general idea kind of went through maybe four ideas in one evening and ended up with something that's, I would say really simple, but it's still got some creativity to it. Like it's not a fancy design. Like I can't do fancy, fancy, fancy designs. Like I'm not that kind of designer. I'm more like I can put something together which feels good, but the elements are not like really fancy or anything. Anyone could put this together, I think. But the funny thing is like if you're not a dev and designer together, it's kind of hard to get that result because it went through four or five iterations to get there. And if you're working with someone else, it's pretty hard to go, hey, can you make try and do something like this? And I didn't even know what I wanted at the start. Like it just evolved. Right. And so sometimes I do work with one other dev right now and it's really hard to try and come up with everything at the beginning and then tell them, hey, can you make that? Sometimes I just don't know what I want at the beginning. And it's really hard to also tell someone, hey, can you spend like three hours on it? And then, oh, it doesn't, I'm not feeling it, just scrap it. But if it's, (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty hard. Yeah, but if it's yourself, like I can do that to myself. I do that to myself all the time. Oh, I spent three hours. No, I don't like it. I'm just going to scrap it. And I'm okay with that. But it's really hard for me to tell someone else. You spent (laughs) three hours or half a day or even one hour. I don't like it. I just scrap it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it it feels like you're wasting their time or that you're not valuing the work that they're doing or something, which isn't the case. Obviously, it's just like there's some things... I run into this also with like a lot of the design stuff that I do that just like once I have an idea in my head and then I code it or do whatever and then it's on the page and maybe it looks right, but then I go to use it and it just doesn't feel right. There's that sort of like intangible value there. Yeah. And it's hard to like even I'm sure like your developer, if you told him that he would understand like, oh, yeah, okay, it didn't line up. But it's just like a weird it feels like that that iterative nature of it, it just feels so personal that it's like, yeah, yeah. because it hasn't clicked for me, I'm okay knowing that some of the stuff, like it's part of the whole process is just like, I'm going to throw some of it out. I think it's a speed of iteration as well, because I would literally do it. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work. And that takes yeah, like 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah. But if you go back and forth with someone, that same 10 seconds could take hours because you got to wait, right. you gotta, they just send it, you look at it, you go, oh no. And then you could think, oh, how do I tell them? that I don't like it. And then you go, okay, I don't really like that. Let's do another one. But that back and forth takes too much time. So yeah, we wouldn't have been able to get the same result. And sometimes you just want to go, I want to move that like a little bit to the left of the page. I need more padding there. How many times can you go back and forth with someone else on that? But with yourself, (laughs) you can just do it 10 times super quick. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Now I'm good. Now it's good. Totally. I just don't see how large companies can function like this with like a dev team and a design team. <laughs> I, f- I really feel it makes the product, it'll result in substandard products, like just bad products because someone's just going to give up along the way and they're not, they're going to be like, yeah, I'll settle for that. I can't be bothered going back to tell someone else mm-hmm. to move it slightly to the left. They just <laughs> won't do it. Like who's going to do that? Anyway, I'm really happy how it turned out. 
We have about 500 signups at the moment, which I think is okay. I think we wanted a bit more, to be honest, but we will probably market it a bit more next week. So we still need to, you know, get the word out that we have this page. But at the same time, I guess we don't want it too big because this is the launch team, right? We want to, we want like a nice small group. Right, yeah. And we still have our main newsletter and we'll be updating about the mobile app in that, but just not as many updates. And all the goodies, like we're going to give like little goodies and like prizes and stuff out to this smaller group. So we'll save it for, for that group. Awesome. Well, that is uh, super fun. So like, like I said, I was, I've been gone most of the time on a trip. I was actually, I got to visit uh, Iceland, which was amazing. Um, so I was in Iceland for a few days. Then I went to Belgium, which is where like a conference that I was attending was at. But I have done some work because I can't just like sit on my hands and do nothing. I've been working on sort of like getting my social media scheduling some sort of as far as like my online social media presence or whatever, I'm sort of in this, in the midst of this like evolutionary state of like, now I have a book. And so for me, the most important thing that people can do is like buy the book. <laughs> and so I'm sort of like trying to figure out like, what does that mean going forward? And so I'm look, looking into like, am I going to do more speaking? I don't know. Am I going to do podcasts? Like, yes, I've been doing some podcast interviews and stuff like that. But as far as social media, I'm trying to figure out a good way to to make it a little bit more hands-off so that it can kind of run a little bit more on autopilot. And I have been using, in the past, I've used Later, which is like a scheduling tool for Instagram that's really great. I had a great experience with that. We use Later as well. Okay, yeah, it's it's yep. a great tool. It, it does its job really well. And then I'd switch to, oh, there's another one that I used. What was that one called? I can't remember. There's so many of those tools. But I, I switched to, so I'd been using Buffer, which is fine. And so I was kind of like scheduling out. So the whole time I was gone, I had scheduled stuff in Buffer so that stuff was going out like every day, particularly with Instagram, like sharing. Because, you know, because it's a visual platform, I can share images from the book and like quotes from the book and stuff like that. So I've been doing that. But recently, like I discovered this new tool and it's totally clicking with how my brain works for how this stuff sort of uh, functions. And so one of the downsides, I think, for using a tool like Buffer or whatever is you have to pick what you're going to schedule every day. And like for me, my content, so much of the content that I do is like evergreen content. Like I'm sharing, so like quotes from the book, it's like, well, it doesn't matter which quote I share today versus which one I share on Thursday or whatever. It's like, I'm just picking them and kind of what I want them to post is random so that it's not like sequentially through the book, but I don't really care which one's posting when. Like sometimes if there's something, I don't know, topical in social media or in the news or something, like maybe I would want to post specific from the book. But 99% of the time, I don't care. It's just like, I don't know, post one of the quotes from the book today. Like that's what I want. Like I want to share that content with people. And the same with like kind of my tweets content, like my all my little like posts. They're all... They're all evergreen, so it kind of doesn't matter which one posts which day. And that is really how this tool that I started using, Meet Edgar, works. And so what you can do in Meet Edgar, you're basically building up a library of content. So you're just sort of like feeding it and like, here is 50 posts. And I want you to just grab, and then I'm going to tell you my schedule. Like, I want you to post on Twitter every whatever, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9am. And I want you to post on LinkedIn every 
Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 11 a.m. or whatever it is. You're, so you're setting up a schedule and then you're giving it all this content and then you're just telling it like – Pick something. I, I don't care what you do. Just grab something from this and make sure you're not doing the same thing back to back. Like I don't want you to post it and then post the same thing a week later. And so that's what Meet Edger does. Okay. So just so we're clear – all right, so you have a library. It's like a, a bank of content, and it was pick something from that. But it can pick the same thing like a week later, or can you set rules to say don't pick the same thing two days in a row? Or so there's a couple ways to control that. So one is by default, it works on like a last in first out. So basically, as I'm adding tweets to it or you know content to it, posts. So I can say like if I go into it right now and I add a post to the library. That's the next one it'll post to Twitter or whatever. But you can also go into each category and shuffle it, which is what I've been doing. Because I'm like, I don't want it to go in a certain order. I'm just going to go in here and then shuffle, and then it does its own thing. Okay. But the other thing that you can do is it does a queue, so you can see which ones are queued up. And so you can look through that and be like, oh, I don't want it to do that one. Skip it and stuff like that. But in general, the way it works, so say... You Oh, so there, here's another feature that is important before I explain this. The other thing it gives you is variations, which is super cool tool. So say I have a post that is, say I have like one of my tweets and it's about um, sleep, like ADHD and sleep. Well, what I can do is I can add a variation to that, which is like another tweet that's about ADHD and sleep, but maybe a little bit different or with like a different angle. And so I can add like two or three variations to every post. And so then it will grab randomly kind of one of those three. And then that will help kind of vary the content as well. So mm -hmm. here's a good example. So if you had, say you added two posts. So you added one about sleep and one about, I don't know, homework. I'm just for two examples. So I've got a post about sleep and a variation on that. And then I have a post about homework and a variation on that. So what it's going to do is it's going to post one of the posts from homework. Then, because it's posted one of those, the next post it'll do is one of the ones from the other one, sleep. Mm -hmm. Then it's gone through those. Now it's like, okay, I've done all of that kind of iteration. Now I'm going to do the next variation through all the posts. So then it would start over, do the homework one again, and the sleep one. And so it kind of like goes through one. So if I had like 30, 30 posts in there and only one of them had a variation – then it would post all 30 of them before it posted that second variation again. Gotcha, and so it gotcha. kind of works on like this cycle that way. Um, yeah, and it's really cool. great for my brain because like, I don't have to think about, I just add a bunch of stuff to the library and now I'm like, cool, it's good to go for forever. And then when I come mm. up with new content, I can add it to the library and it just sort of gets cycled in. Yeah. And the same thing, I can retire stuff if I decide like, oh, I don't want to post about that anymore. We might check this out as well. Because right now we use Later, which is a good tool, but it it is mm -hmm. it functions like most of these social media scheduling tools where you schedule something, it posts it, but then that's done. Like it's removed from their tool. It doesn't stay in a library. And we just hit this issue. We, we hit this issue every month, actually, where we go schedule. This is for Llama Life's socials, so Llama Life Instagram, Twitter, we have evergreen, mostly evergreen content as well. And every month we go in and we schedule for the month. But then at the end of the month, we're like, oh, we've run out of content. We have to go in and schedule again, <laughs> even though 
we do have a cycle as well. Like we try and do some new content, but at the same time, we're like, well, not everyone is going to see every piece of content every time. Right. So you can reuse stuff. That's it. That is okay. And even if they saw it again, you know, that's okay. Sometimes to get a message across, you want to see it a few times and, but we have to go in and schedule it. Yeah. When I, when I was first starting out making content, I was very precious about that sort of stuff. And I was really scared that, oh, I don't want anyone to ever see that I use the same content twice. Exactly. And then I realized I'm like all the, all the big players in whatever space, like they're doing that all the time, like reusing that content. Cause like you said, like when I tweet, like whatever my follower count is at any level, like that entire follower count is not seeing that tweet. Like that's going out in some small subset is seeing it. And then the rest never, like they'll see it the next time and it'll be new to them at that point. Yeah. And there's also new followers. There's new people coming in and out all the time and people dropping Mm -hmm. away all the time. So yeah, it's really, I guess you just need to figure out like how often you're willing to do that, but you can totally do it. So you know, it's so tempting for us to go, oh, it's stale. You know, we should we should create more. But we have to hold ourselves back. And we, we always go, well, what else could we spend that time doing? I mean, there's no shortage of things to do. We're, we're a small team. We could probably use that time for something else. And so now we're we're in this habit of like, let's schedule for the month. Let's reuse some stuff. But I'd rather not have to go in and reschedule for the month. I'd rather do what you just said, which is we put all our content in there. We constantly keep adding to that when we, when we get a moment. And then this thing will just pluck stuff out from that and from, you know, groups as well. Like you said, you can set up those little groups. This sounds so perfect for us. So there's another thing you can do that I haven't done yet, but I'm planning to do. So for me, obviously, it's hard for me to sell. Like I, it's, it's just really hard to be like, oh, hey, you should go buy my book. It just feels weird. But one thing I can do, so I have like a category set up that I just call it tweets because that's where I usually have written this, all this content, the kind of evergreen ADHD stuff. But I have another category that's called like promotions. And so what I can do is I can add in some posts in there that are specifically just to like, maybe they're sharing like one of the endorsement quotes about the book or something like that. I can, I could set up like 10 different promotion things in there. And then when I schedule, I can schedule, like, say I'm doing Instagram and I'm, like, doing my tweet posts because I do, like, the tweet screenshots in Instagram. So I could do, like, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday pull from the tweets. But then Wednesday and Friday do random. And so then some weeks it's going to be another tweet on that day. But other times it's going to pull from the promotions. And so it's just sort of, like, peppering in that content randomly. Isn't it so good? It like so, so clicks with how I want this thing to be working. Like, I, I, I don't know if they have an affiliate program or anything. I don't, I'm not <laughs> doing that. I just think it's like, for me, I don't think it's for everybody because you do lose this. a bit of control, but it's so clicks oh, yeah, with how I want this yeah. thing to work. <laughs> Is this new? Like, I've never heard, heard of this. Like, we've used a few different tools as well. Um, yeah, I don't think before? it's new. I heard it mentioned on like an older podcast episode, the book marketing action podcast I listened to. And I was just like, while I was in Iceland, like just like cruising, mm. you know, driving around Iceland, I just had like, I, I've been listening to the enti- this entire podcast. And it was an older episode that just like randomly, one of the guests on there just like mentioned like, oh yeah, I use uh, Meet Edgar for all this. And I like it because it lets me not have to think about it. I was like, well, that sounds good. And it just like, yeah, I'm so glad I looked into it. So I, I don't think it's a super new tool, but it works great. So 
Yeah, awesome. We're gonna. I'm definitely gonna. We're gonna check it out. Ah, oh, okay, cool. What else have we? Well, we're almost on time, so I'm just trying to think. Like, what are we? What we're we gonna do this coming week? For me, everything is about the mobile app at the moment. <clears throat> so we are using React Native. So we're making Android and iOS at the same time, but we're still gonna launch one first because I don't think we can handle like if we get customer support queries and even just managing two different groups and reviews and stuff, we, we just can't manage it. So we're just, right. we're going to do iOS first. I hate saying that because <laughs> I'm actually more an Android fan. This is a side topic, but I almost bought the pixel eight pro. I was so excited about the camera features on it. And just, I think they finally nailed it. I'm a big pixel fan, but I'm holding back because I can't afford it right now. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to launch iOS first. So I've started getting stuck into that a bit more. I work with one other dev and he's leading most of the dev on that. I'm just kind of coming in to do some styling. So I've been getting stuck into that. And next week, I'm going to be really heavy on on that and the design. And like I said before, just kind of tweaking little things and like just colors and spacing and stuff that really makes a difference. Like you can have the same app, right? And it doesn't have the right spacing or like, it can just look completely different and feel totally. completely different. And our app is all about the experience. And if you don't want to use it because it looks bad or feels bad, that's the whole product. So I'm going in and doing that. I sent you some screenshots the other day of, of the app, like what we're changing from the desktop into the app because there's some menu and just design changes, like where things are placed and positioned. So that's going to be me in the, the, the next two weeks, I would say, is really getting hands-on and stuck into that, which I love. I love doing that stuff. So I got a good nice. few weeks coming up. <laughs> Very cool. For me, I, I am, I'm actually just starting to dabble with Amazon ads, which I, years ago, I did a bunch of like stuff with Google ads and Facebook ads and all of that, but I haven't really touched all that. And it's it's probably been a decade, so I'm a little rusty in uh, that world, but that's all stuff I kind of want to explore again. And so that's kind of where I'm putting my going to be putting my energy, I think, in for the next like few weeks, just sort of like starting with Amazon ads, because obviously that's like like Amazon, it's Google for books. And so yeah, that's exactly. where people are searching for books. But I definitely am going to explore, especially like Facebook and Instagram ads as well, because I think that that could be a really good match for me. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that's kind of what I'm uh, doing going forward. Oh, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense for where yeah. you're up to. So you're because you're post launch now. You've kind of you got the book out mm -hmm. there. Now you need to kind of market it a bit more and figure out what channels work and are most efficient and all that stuff. I've been hitting a bunch of milestones, which has been fun because we talked about like you mentioned, like the launch team thing. And that's gone well. I just like uh, last week, I was like watching it tick towards getting 100 reviews because that just like when, when you see a book that has 100 or more reviews on Amazon, it's like, oh, it's a legitimate book. Like there's just yeah. that like kind of social signal. It feels substantial. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun to hit. I think I'm up to 127 reviews now, um, which is great. Um, and And then just like sales numbers it's been doing really well like i i think i mentioned on this show like my original two-year goal was to sell ten thousand books and my initial sales have done really well and so now that's like my end of year goal is what? i want to hit ten thousand by the end of the year it's and it's it's a little bit of a stretch but it feels it feels possible so that i'm 
that's partly why I'm looking at the advertising too. Like, what all can I do to make that goal happen? That's um, crazy. Because yeah. to go from a two-year goal to what, like a three-month goal? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. And, you know, we talked about this on a previous episode of the pod, but a lot of these book sales compound as well. Yeah, so for sure. So you should really, yeah, you should get that a compounding effect later. So it should even get, it should get better even like next year. Well, and, I, and I'm seeing that already because like I, there's a lot of days where I don't post anything or say anything and I'm getting like, I, I have a floor of sales I'm getting that's like not insignificant every day. It's to that point where I'm like, what can I do to raise that floor? Because if I raise it enough, it could be like, well, gee, I could quit my job and I could focus on like, like it opens up a whole world of possibilities if I can mm-hmm. get it to that level. And yeah, like you're right, the more I sell, the more I'm going to sell because of that kind of recommendation engine. People are going to recommend yeah. it to people. It's I've heard a credibility a lot of thing too. That. Yeah, like you yeah, said yeah. hundred reviews sounds substantial, and that gives your book like legitimacy. Even though it's so sad that so many people have less than that, and their books are legit but they just yeah. never broke through that credibility ceiling or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you need. Mm-hmm. And then, pay, and then it just takes on a life of its own after that. Right. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So lots of marketing stuff <laughs> to come. We might not record next week. I have a small window where we might be able to. So, but if we, if there's no new episode after this one, there will be the following week. Mm-hmm. Just not totally sure if we're going to be able to make that schedule work out next week. But other than that, I'll see you in one or two weeks. (laughs) Cool. Have a good week. Weeks. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. See ya.